Up next is the daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Luke chapter 18. Psalms 14.3 says, They have all gone aside. They have together become corrupt. There is no one who does good, no, not one. And in Isaiah 53.6 says, All we like sheep have gone astray. Everyone has turned to his own way, and Yahweh has laid him the iniquity of us all. Transgressing, Isaiah 59.13, Transgressing and denying Yahweh and turning away from following our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood. And finally, Romans 3.10-12, and going on to verse 23, says the following, As it is written, There is no one righteous, no, not one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks after God. They have all turned away. They have together become unprofitable. There is no one who does good, no, not so much as one. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You see, the cloak that we most often wear to cover the truth of our heart condition is the cloak of religiosity. And because we go through the overt acts of religion, we so often feel that we stand righteous in comparison to those who do not. But you see, God looks deeper than the earthly surface of men. He looks into our very hearts, our minds, our souls. In this, we may hide before men. We may stand naked before our Creator. For us, It is often the fact we attend church or serve occasionally, even if our hearts show we attend and serve merely out of compulsion rather than passion. Verse 13 of our text says, But the tax collector standing far away wouldn't even lift up his eyes to heaven, but he beat his breast saying, God be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the others, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled but he who humbles himself will be exalted. There are, in this world, certainly those who have not forgotten who they were, where they came from, and most of all, who they know that they really are in their hearts. And every day these live in awe that God would receive them and love them and even more actually use them to serve his kingdom. These are those that can never get enough of God's kingdom. The passion to serve the Lord and his church is evident in their lives and their faces speak it as they seek out every chance to place God first in their lives. These folks do so in recognition of the fact that he loved them enough to die in their place. But they do it also for the fact one more close to home. And that is that despite their past, He desires uh, our participation in his kingdom. And that's an incredible aspect. Because of this, these people, well, they'll never forget. These folks, like this tax collector, they remain forever humbled before their savior. Verse 15 says, they were also bringing their babies to him that he might touch them. But when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. And Jesus summoned them saying, allow the little children to come to me and don't hinder them for the God's kingdom belongs to such as these. Now, apparently the disciples were simply too busy to hear what he had just said. 
This is a very real danger for all of those that are in leadership because we are too often the ones that are simply too busy doing our job, if you will, to hear that still small voice, that voice trying to speak to us. Now, this story tends to conjure up a scenario where the apostles are kind of over to one side here, wearing dark glasses and talking into the wrists in some official fashion. They simply had forgot who they were. It's amazing how we learn so little from Scripture. I mean, we have this very strange ability to separate ourselves from the lessons of Scripture, and then sadly, we just repeat history. While we might be apt to look at these guys in the story and declare their great stupidity, how often we're guilty of the same crime of keeping people from Jesus. What we do is we often add legalistic prerequisites and entry fees and seek spiritually adult lifestyles from what is yet simply a child trying to get to Jesus. We can scare them away or worse, push them away by the examples that we give them. Somewhere along the way, we tend to lose the wonderful and simplistic approach we once had with our Savior. Things get messy and complicated, and then we get all prideful in our new adult, quote-unquote, spirituality. After all, we've got it all together now, right? We're guides to the blind. Romans 2.19, speaking of this, says, And are confident that you yourselves are a guide of the blind, a light to those who are in darkness, a corrector of the foolish, a teacher of babies, having in the law the form of knowledge and of truth. You therefore who teach another, do you teach yourself? You who preach that a man shouldn't steal, do you steal? You who say a man shouldn't commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhor idols, do you rob temples? You who glory in the law, do you dishonor God by disobeying the law? Verse 17 says, Most certainly I tell you, Whoever doesn't receive God's kingdom like a little child, he will in no way enter into it. Now may we read this passage and receive its truth into our very souls. Because our failure to ingest these words, that not only keeps us personally from the beauty of the simple faith, but it also has the ability to rob our church fellowship of the focus and the simplicity that has brought us thus far. May we stand today committed to keeping ourselves in the wonder of his love and salvation. In that childlike faith and in the approach to his service, may we never forget how blessed we are to be a part of this very, very special local body of believers that we belong to. May we never forget that in truth, we are really just a bunch of kids stumbling around loving Jesus in every way that we can. Because frankly, I don't wanna be and I don't wanna do anything else. Verse 18, a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Now, the other gospel accounts of this story refer to this man as the rich young ruler. Despite his wealth, this young man carried in his heart the very same question that possesses literally all men. And that question is, how do I get to heaven? That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.